Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Okie dokie. So, hey everyone, this is Dr. Lauren and the hubster, Kirby Brunslick. Hey um, So this episode is going to sound a little different um, because I told Kirby he didn't have to edit it. So that means you don't get like the beautiful voice before saying like, welcome to the She Dr. Slays Lauren the Day. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was really actually good in the beginning, but now I'm kind of like, uh, does that match the voice? We'll find a different voice actor on Fiverr. We need somebody just like, yo, bitches, listen up. She's about to drop some truth. Any professional voice actresses out there? What are you talking about? I could do it. I don't think you should. (laughs) Um, Okay, anyways, no, this is a serious one. Very serious. This is a very special episode. Very special episode. No ads, no listener reviews. um, And, but I do think we should pray quick. Okay. Um, Should we do that right now? Sure. Are you going to do it or are you going to make me do it again? I'll pray. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll do it. Okay. Oh, dear God, thank you so much um, for your wisdom that when I ask you to make it obvious, you do. And I fight back and you are very, very good and understanding. Um, so that is Tuesday. It is St. Patty's Day. And there are tons of people and businesses being affected right now with all of this chaos and turmoil going on in our environment and um, are so surprised and angry and afraid. Um, I I think it is safe to say that the vibe of the earth right now is conflicted and lowered. And some are turning to you more than ever. Some are turning away from you. Some are hopefully finding you. Um, But we know that you, this is not a surprise to you. Um, And that you know how this all turns out and it has never been a better time to turn our trust and our hearts to you. And I hope that this podcast, this episode, this specific topic that we are going to talk about today does your work Uh, because this was not an idea of mine and I truly believe it's yours. And I hope that it does have the purpose that you intend, intend and that Kirby and I do it justice. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So the reason we are doing a midweek, non-edited, quickly dropped episode, one, I would say, is because we don't really have the liberty right now to record an episode and let it drop a week later because everything we would say is probably irrelevant. Yeah. 
that's what we encountered with talking to our team and making yep. decisions and figuring out school stuff. Last Friday, we thought school was going to go Monday through Wednesday. And then halfway through Monday, you get the call going, we're yep. closing at the end of the day. Yeah. So um, it is Tuesday, March 17th uh, at 1030 Central Standard Time. And Curb's going to get this episode up and popping as soon as possible. Um, just so what we're talking about is relevant. Uh, but we're really not talking about COVID-19. Maybe. Oh, yeah, we should clarify because there's going to be future people listening to this episode and are like, yeah, okay, what? I don't give a rip. So it is Tuesday of the COVID-19 um, pandemic phenomenon <laughs> um, with that actor. Who's that actor in phenomenon? Um, is it the same guy in Michael? I love him. John Travolta. John Travolta. Was he in phenomenon? I'm trying to remember the movie phenomenon. Ugh. Anyways, you're a movie buff. I expected more from you. I keep thinking of powder in my head. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a different movie and terrible. Okay. Powder was good. I Millennials listening, don't go listen. Don't go watch powder. Watch powder. But if you haven't listened to Michael, or if you haven't watched Michael. That's a funny movie. That's a great a movie, movie with John Travolta. Yep. Okay. Stay on focus. We're trying to keep this quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we're talking about today is Sabbath. And um, we wanted it to drop midweek because traditionally uh, Sabbath is done on the weekend. So we wanted people who felt like this was a good time to have conversations with their family and their spouse um, to have time to listen to this so they could maybe jump on board with us and do this. And especially now when I feel like so much of the stress and anxiety comes from constantly being connected and refreshing the news feed and seeing what the latest is and looking at the numbers. Mm-hmm. Now is a beautiful time uh, when you are home with your family to do something like this where you get to just be you, uh, just be with your family, connect with God and or whatever your your power or whatever is and be away from the news. The news will be there when you break Sabbath. It'll yeah. I was talking to a patient yesterday and it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. And um, I said, like, I wish that they would at least just mandate that there were only going to be like two or three press releases allowed a day. So like, listen, Connecticut, that's cool. You can't announce that until the five o'clock. And so yeah, like, you get we're the five o'clock drop. Everyone gets to like post it somewhere. Because I feel like, you know, so we put a social media ban at the clinic. Yep. And then here I was breaking it at the clinic. And I was like, oh, damn it. And I don't know what I what I saw that was like, you know, oh, they I think they bumped it down to like no gatherings more than 10 people. Oh, okay. I didn't even see that. And so I said like, um... Oh, crap, you guys. And like, here I am, like breaking my own rule and everybody, you know, like, so then that happens and then everybody has to talk about it for a couple minutes. And then you speculate like, well, if that state's doing that and then someone's like, well, I heard at the hospital this. And so you're like, oh, okay, well, our patient's here. We should probably work. And then you're like, and how yeah, really focused are you? Yeah. And then 30 minutes later, another thing breaks. And it's just like, oh my gosh. I, but you get that dopamine rush mm-hmm. of like, oh my gosh, what's Utah doing? No way. Are they going to do it in Wisconsin? Well, I have a friend who's got a second cousin who is used to date a girl at the Pentagon. And she says, and it's like, yeah, what'd she say? What'd Becky say? Becky. So now's a good time to talk about Sabbath. So yeah. that's why we're doing it. Um, 
So that's why this subject. It's also something that, I mean, I think it's kind of making like a trendy comeback. I, I always wonder when things like that. So like I would agree my I'm aware of it more. And I always wonder in those situations, is it that it's making a trendy comeback or is my consciousness now aware of it? Because like you go like, oh, I wonder if there's any books on this. And you go like, oh, there's 50 books on this. And yeah. some of them were written 15 years ago. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But there are a lot of podcasts on it, episodes on it. Oh, okay. Um, but I guess you're right. The whole, when I say trendy comeback, I mean, I don't mean like in 2020. I mean, like, when you look at historically, Sabbath is a yeah. century old thing. Yeah. I mean, like in the last 10 years, I feel like there's, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, but... I have, I think that it's, this is a really safe hypothesis to put out there, but you know, we are busier and more distracted and more addicted mm -hmm. than at least, you know, first world people than any time in history. any other time in history, thanks to the internet and phones. And, um, so I feel like it's making a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Um, because because we're seeing people start to like get to that burnout. We're seeing mm. those like, e even if you aren't a workaholic, don't cough. We can't edit that shit out. <laughs> and people are going to think you have COVID. Oh my gosh. Um, no, but like people are, you don't even have to be, I think all Enneagram types are feeling the busyness. Mm -hmm. So like Enneagram threes are like, I got to do, I got to do, I got to perform. I just can't keep doing this. And you're always connected and you're always mm -hmm. on. So it used to be, you were just at work and then you left your work at work because you, how would you work from home? You'd try, but whatever. Yeah. But like now you're on Instagram, you're, so you can work you're on email, whatever. And um, so like, even like the nines and the fours who don't deal with like workaholism, they, I would, I'll speak for you of like, you feel Mm -hmm. That like crushing energy from society. Yeah, absolutely. And you feel like if you're not working all the time, you're losing out to competition or you're yep. falling behind the curve or you should be learning more. Um, but I do agree. I think that has probably grown mm -hmm. this practice among, you know, especially non-Jewish people. Um, and I think even a lot of, of Jewish people aren't practicing Sabbath. There's not a, you know, within the Jewish community it being a race as much as a religion, um, not everyone practices it. So I think there's probably a higher percent of younger Jewish people learning about it now. Mm -hmm. um, Christians who didn't necessarily practice it at all. And then there is a thing, there is such a thing as like a secular Sabbath. Like what's, so you're not, you're not doing it for religious purpose. Oh, it's just a sanity purpose. Yeah. Sanity purpose. Yeah. You take a minute, you take a day or you take whatever period to disconnect, to be with family, to be present. It's a mindfulness mm -hmm. that doesn't require a religious context behind it. Yeah. Should we talk about what a Sabbath is and like We're where getting it came there. from? Okay. Um, so I, when I started getting interested in this a couple months ago, I started with a uh, book called To Hell With The Hustle. Um, and it is by, let me see, Jefferson Bethke. Um, I enjoyed it, but he talks about how like the big reason that everybody feels this crushing pressure from society is because we glorify productivity. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when they talk about countries as an Enneagram type, they say America is an Enneagram three. Yeah, so, we are. Sorry. So it's all doing, it's all achieving, it's mm-hmm. all making sure everyone knows you've achieved. When I first talked to my mom, who's an eight and listening, hey, mom. Um, so when I first told her like, yeah, Kirby and I are talking about instilling a Sabbath in the family. And she's like, OK, well, what would that look like? I'm like, I don't know take a nap or something and like the look on her face was almost horrific of like oh okay so you're just gonna take a nap and oh, we'll, like, we'll talk later yeah. too of what it looks like for us of like your mom comes and visits us on the yeah, weekends she's gonna have to this will be interesting okay so let's talk about what is a sabbath so you kind of already said like it can be for religious reasons all sorts of religions it can be non-religious reasons but it is traditionally a 24-hour period any day of the week, but a lot of times done like traditionally it was Friday sundown till the first three stars show in the sky on Saturday evening, which I thought, was, that. I thought that was beautiful when I learned that. That is beautiful. I love that it like follows nature and yeah. and the tradition of it comes from the Bible. God created the world in six yeah, days and then he rested on the seventh commandment. Well, yeah, yeah. starts in Genesis. Yeah. And then continue, which I love. I've brought that up in talks before. You know, when I'm talking to women about this adrenal fatigue and this constant hustle, it's like, oh, my gosh, God took a day. Yet we don't think like we think we were designed to just to just go all the time. Yeah. So then it continues in the next book, Exodus. Uh, Is it the fourth or fifth? Fourth commandment. Fourth commandment. Like thou shall take a Sabbath. Yeah, I went to Catholic school and I'm like, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. So I think it was uh, a command to everything was thou shalt. Well, there's two different versions of the Ten Commandments. One of them, I believe, says remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. One says keep the Sabbath holy. I think the one about remember was instruction to the Jewish people who just come out of slavery to remember that there was a time you couldn't rest. Like, so rest in God. Remember that he's delivered you and take this time to recover and rest. You are very knowledgeable and helpful to have around. Um, okay, so that's, you know, but it doesn't have to be for those that are like, okay, I'm kind of listening to if you guys are ever going to get to your point. Um, it doesn't have to be 24 hours. You can start with yeah. a half day or you can freaking start with an hour if that's where you're at. And it can be any day of the week because some people... Um, you know, some people might say like, well, I work, my weekend is Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. You can totally make it any day. You can take half a day to half a day. You can really like, just don't get in the weeds about when it is. I've heard it described really well as a practice. So don't think of it as a thing with a list of rules necessarily, but as a practice. So in the same way that like, if someone recommends you should work out for an hour, three days a week, and you go, I can't do that right now, or that seems really, really hard right now. The answer isn't to not work out. Right. Like, think of it as a practice, like meditation, like working out all those things that you can edge your way into, you know, let it meet you where you are. Yeah. So for us, I like the idea of doing a Sunday. Um, And we haven't really decided on this yet, but like I like it on the weekend. And I think a big reason why it uh, is easiest on the weekend is there's a mindset around. So we Mm -hmm. were both listening to a really great episode on Sabbath. Um, That that sounds fun with uh, Annie. 
Downs. Downs, and she had John Mark Comer as a guest. You couldn't read your handwriting, could you? I couldn't. Yeah, okay. So that sounds fun. Um, with Mark Comer uh, is the guest, and Annie Downs is the host. And they, I mean, it's a great episode. Go listen to that in yep. addition to this, if this is even remotely piquing your interest. Um, but, you know, they were talking about how in, like, it's, we're not that far removed from a generation where nothing was open on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And this is why I think we're seeing this reprise of like people talking about it because it was our grandparents. So like we're in our thirties. So our grandparents, when they were our age, nothing was open on Sunday. So like you had to, you know, if you needed to go to Farm and Fleet, if you needed to do this, if you need to get gas and groceries, you had to do that because church was the only thing that really happened. And then you just did family yeah. dinner type thing. Um, so when 7-Eleven came out, this is what they say in the podcast, I didn't know this. It was a big deal because 7-Eleven, which is a gas station, was saying we're going to be open seven days a week and that just wasn't a thing yeah that businesses it was did. it was newsworthy that someone was going to be open on sunday and now it's so newsworthy that about. hobby lobby dares be closed on sunday how dare, how dare you take my crafts away? i have to knit sundays when i craft all right so anyways so i think that it would be my personality would I would fight you nail and tooth and nail tooth and nail i was using the right the thing the tooth comes first Okay. I was going to, I would fight you if you said like, I don't know, let's try it on a Tuesday because the rest of the world is working. And I know I'd be like possibly getting emails and I'd be like, so I'm just not supposed to respond to people. So like, I feel like there's just this general allowance. If somebody sends me an email on a Sunday, mm -hmm. they're getting it off their plate and fully don't expect anything back from me until Monday. And so yeah. like, and so what, whatever people do, it, it needs to align kind of with your life and when you feel you can and when you can explain to the people around you, you know, if you work for someone, you can't just be like, no, Wednesday's Sabbath for me, <laughs> not coming to work. Sorry. And the other thing is your family. So like for us, we want our kids, to, we don't want this to be something we do, but our kids don't do. So it would have to be necessarily on a weekend where they can experience with it and learn yeah. from it too. So, yep. so yeah. And I, our kids are at currently at an age where they're not in sporting tournaments and they don't have homework because they're both, you know, in Montessori. So, like, this might change for us. Yeah. You know, we might have to do, um, you know, because Charlie's going to have homework at some point And, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, th I feel like we should take just a, a step back quickly to talk about kind of what what it is and what's in and what's out in general. Okay. Um, one of the good things I've heard is if you're asking about what you're allowed to do and not allowed to do, you're probably asking the wrong question. So if you're going like... Say that again for the people in the back, because this is the thing that I have had to repeat to myself like 17 times while we were trying to figure it out. If you are asking what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do, you're probably asking the wrong question. Right. So... The, the guidepost that we've heard um, from a, a couple different sources from that podcast um, that Lauren mentioned. And then also uh, I read a book um, called The Rest of God, which was about Sabbath as well, um, talks about thinking of the purpose for you. And so from a religious context um, or people who are religious, usually it is, is it restful and is it worship? Yep. So if you're if you're not religious, I would just replace the word worship with connection. Connection. So like, are you mindful? Are Grounding. you connected to your innate 
source to yep. where you are calmest, um, where you're your best. So those are the things of like, if it's, you know, a big one people go ask about is like, well, can I, can I work out? Like that's literally work and Sabbath is supposed to be a day of no work. Well, depends on what working out. Oh yeah. Because like. like some people might come at you like real extremists being like, you know, you weren't allowed to lift up. Yeah. Like quote something from a Bible be, verse. And they'll or, use that as an excuse as to like why what you're doing is not even, you know, good and yada, yada. And it's like, OK. Yeah. And yep, if you're yep, like yep, Orthodox yep, Jewish, done. you're not supposed to like turn on a light switch and stuff yeah, like we're going to turn on some done. light switches. I think that those are I think that those are the excuses and the arguments that pop up in religion yep. that prevent us from taking these steps and being like, well, I'm going to try this. And it's like, it's just this distracting thing of like, well, you know, like technically what about this? And it's like, that's a distraction. I'm not even going to say like, I don't want to say that's like low, that's low vibe energy. That is low vibe yeah. energy coming in to try and like distract you from evolving and taking steps. Yeah. And yeah. I've said this before. That's, that's confusing the finger pointing at the moon for the moon itself, which I now know what it means because you explained it in episode like yeah. 37 One or of something. Those. <laughs> So, yeah, so those, that's kind of the, the test. So you need to check in with you. So I know for for Lauren, when you go on a long run, you come back full of ideas, full of ideas, blissed out, like connected, mm -hmm. happy, rested, good. Like mm -hmm. so for you, a jog is probably in the Sabbath plan. Yeah. But if you're the person who goes like. I work out because it's on my schedule and because I have to and because I'm going to lose 14 pounds by swimsuit season. If that is why you work out and when you work out, you do it with resentment. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's not, not part of your Sabbath. You. That's not resting you. That's not refueling you. And so, girl, you get a day off. Tell your trainer, sorry, that's my Sabbath. I can't work out Sundays. Sounds so much more official. Oh, it really does. Yeah. It's a nice excuse. Mm hmm. Um, I would say the other thing, too, with with the whole thing is you when you plan this day out, you plan to set aside so many things that don't connect you and that aren't restful, um, which means there's a scheduling thing, too. Yeah, you have to prep for it. There's not you're not just going to, you know, if you decide this week to start on Saturday or on Sunday, I would decide that today, tomorrow, Thursday, because part of your Friday, if it's going to be Saturday, is going to be getting stuff ready, mm -hmm. making sure that you did clear out your inbox or whatever if you're going to be stressing about it yep. during your sap. And um, I think that so many people are worried about productivity. Like, I see a couple of different arguments there where people would be like, so it's the cleaning for the cleaning lady thing. Yeah. Right. Where. So we've talked about this. We have a cleaning lady. Her name's Anna. She's actually downstairs right now. We love her. Oh, my. She keeps our world going. But. Tuesday morning slash Monday night is a little stressful in our household. Mm -hmm. You know, not like majorly, but we're kind of like, oh, cleaning lady's coming tomorrow. Like, yeah, get your clothes in the hamper. And, and so I could see people using that as an excuse to not do it of like, well, I'm just shifting Saturday, my stress. Yeah. Saturday's extra stressful now. And it's like, no, I think that, you know, there's still lots of really good reasons that you should continue doing this and just be like that's that's what it is it's maximizing your productivity michael hyatt i mean holy cow yeah. has so many things talking about like what is it that like a worker is 
uh, who works 80 hours a week is oh, no yeah. more valuable than a worker who works like 60. It's like 55, I think even like the productivity drops off extreme at like your your level of productivity really starts to nosedive after like 55, 60 hours. And I think the real the really interesting one was like once you get to like 70 or 80, it is like zero. Like they studied investment bankers who worked, you know, 100, 110 hour work weeks. And the ones who worked 110 versus the ones who did like 70 or 80, like zero productivity gain by giving away that much more of their life. Wow. So, so yeah. So, I mean, that's hard for us to think. And we're like, oh, but I'm, a, I'm different. And it's like, no, you're not. So what I would say is likely going to happen by forcing this little period in is one, the time period before your productivity is going to go up just because you see that clock ticking. Mm -hmm. I will compare it to the day or two before you leave for vacation. Where you are like yep. looking at the list of stuff you have to do to close up, tie up loose ends before you go on a vacation. And it's like, miraculously, you are just in four places at once. You have done this. You Like that level of productivity will kind of be forced into happening on the day before because you're like, you see that timeline. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually reading a really cool book about this concept right now. It's called Willpower Doesn't Work. It's by Benjamin Hardy. Um, he talks a lot about how your environment impacts what you do and how you perform. So like that same idea of like, I'm going on vacation, I have this deadline. If you want to get a project done better and faster, if you're a worker, his advice is tell your boss you'll deliver it at a very specific time earlier than you think you can actually do it mm -hmm. and promise that it's going to be good. And you'll find that you'll actually outperform what you thought you could do because you made a de declaration. Yep. I, so, so then that, and then also on Monday, you're just, you're refreshed. You come back. Like, so I think it's going to increase and studies have shown that it actually does yeah. increase productivity. And I love when people do like the, well, I don't, I don't have time or I don't know if that's for me. Bill Gates goes on like a one week sabbatical every year. Um, people do it with sleep all the time too. They say, I don't have time for eight hours, but like Jeff Bezos swears by eight hours of sleep. Uh, Adriana Huffington of Huffington Post, she says she gets like eight to 10 hours of sleep and that's never negotiable. So if those people can make time and probably a lot of their success is due to mm -hmm. their ability to separate out time, get rest, find that ability to be separate. Yep. <clears throat> so let's... Let's talk about what, okay, so we've kind of had as a family decided we're going to try Sundays and we will, so is this like sun up to sundown or is it like 12.01 to 11.59? Because if it's sun up to sundown, I might get up at like 5 a.m. and quick knockout, just like, well, like we have episodes that drop on Sundays. I know. And we have all the emails prepped for them before that. Yeah. I don't have the Instagram has, stuff done. has checking has checking the stats or checking the responses ever impacted the listenership? Know, maybe. Okay, so what are we doing? Are we going to do 12.01 to 11.59 or sun up to sundown? I like the going with, um, with the cycles. I mean, maybe to start, we do a sun up to sundown with the idea that eventually it'll be a sun up to sun up. Got um, it. Or a yep. sundown to sundown, Saturday to Sunday. But like, yeah, I think a start would be... So that way it does give us truly a deadline. Like I am going to look at what time the sun comes up mm -hmm. on Sunday and probably make sure that I have about a half hour 
to just be at my phone making sure like things are all smooth set like I don't know what email is gonna come Saturday night but at least I know like okay I'm set for the day um I think that's a good place for me to start okay I was like, gonna say that might fall, kind of fall into like, are you asking the right, you know, when you're? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but I think that's a good place for me to start okay. to, to like try and not go all in because this is gonna be difficult. So like that's the big yeah. thing is so when we, so we decided we were gonna do this and we're like, all right, well we should talk to Charlie about it. Charlie's almost eight. Ty should have been able to understand some of the concepts, but she was just not in the mood to listen. She's climbing under the table, I think, playing with the cat. I think so too. So we're explaining to Charlie, like, okay, so we're thinking about doing a Sabbath as a family. We explain what it is definitely quicker and more eloquently than we're doing right now. She was very excited about mom and dad not being on their phones, which kind of hurt my heart a little bit. And computer. Yep. 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 Definitely. Like, so you guys won't be working and you're just like, oh gosh. Okay. No, we won't be working. Like... I'm sorry that I've already put this kind of emotions into you. Um, And she's very excited. And I was like, you know, she's like, well, what would we do? And we're like, well, we would connect as a family. Like we would play games. Play play a board game. Yeah. We'd go to church. We might cook a new recipe. And she's very excited. And then I was like, you know, but like there wouldn't be screens. So you wouldn't get to play on your tablet. And we it's a day of rest. So like in the middle of the day, we'd have quiet time. Mom and dad might nap. You know, you guys will nap or read quietly or like just be very, very quiet for a and while. This is where things started to shift. She's like, I don't feel like I don't like this. Yeah. And so, you know, that is take a lesson <laughs> from an eight year old that like um, this is this is not a day where you're going to be doing face masks and painting your toes and it's going to feel good. I mean, you might do those things, but it might not feel as good as you think it's going to. In fact, I guarantee you it's not. Um, There's probably some phases of emotions that you're going to go through at first, you know, of like just the rules and then technology withdrawal mm-hmm. and being in a moment that, that you are in it. But then you also, for me, this is going to kind of be, and I'm sure for you too, of I am sure there's going to be a moment that I am really in it and loving the moment and we're somewhere beautiful. And I go, I want to take a picture of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be looking beautiful. And I'm thinking, I really wish he could take a picture of this. Yeah. But that's, we're not going to, phones are going to be a thing that Mm -hmm. we're not going to do. So for us, and you know, again, you have to do whatever, make this yours. Um, Don't let rules get in the way. Figure out what your litmus test is, but keep going back to, for us, it's going to be, is this restful and is this worship? So I don't know about you, but I've rarely scrolled for a half hour and then looked up and then like is gonna have to be a hard no that was glorifying god or making me more connected with the true source of all things yeah so i think that sun up i will literally turn my phone off because i i think i can get to a point i believe in myself that um you know kind of when we're doing a 12 o'clock to 11 59 type thing where all day sunday or whatever um is is good and I don't even need that half hour in the morning um, where I could just put my phone like up, you know, on top of the refrigerator or somewhere where if it rings, I can hear it. 
One, I, I think even that. So from all the things that I've read about phones and how it affects your brain and your attention, I don't even think having it able to be heard when it's ringing or buzzing is good. There's there was a one study that said uh, showed people's empathy dropped when a phone was on the table, not ringing, nothing, just within sight. So how does how are people? Okay, so people are going to go well. What about emergencies? What about emergencies? So here's what what my thought is. I believe, uh, I know I used to have this on one of my phones. I don't know if it can be done. I'm sure it can be somehow. Um, But you have basically a screening that if anyone calls, your phone is technically on, but it's on complete silent, no vibrate. If someone calls, it says, you know, this person is not available. What up, bitches? Kirby's doing a Sabbath. (laughs) So So he's like, this is our Sabbath. If this is truly an emergency, call right back. Your call will get through. If not... Please leave a message. I'll get back to you tomorrow. Okay. So you have it. So like if it is someone absolutely needs you, then they can get hold of you that way. Yeah. But, but over time, I think, too, you kind of tell all the people around that that's what it is. I mean, yeah. if my parents wanted to talk to us or drop by, they'd drop by on the And yeah, their kids are going to be with us. Like yeah. that's kind of the big, big thing. Um, so and this goes back to like... Uh, why we're talking about this now is my brain goes like, what if something huge gets announced on Sunday? I will find out about it Monday at 5 a.m. And that's the freaking point. Mm-hmm. Is that like, honestly, our plans are we're going to be home. We're going to stream church from home. We're going to cook. We're not really don't have any major plans that can be affected this week anyways and uh, future upcoming weekends. So hashtag social distancing. Yeah. Hashtag so flatten the curve. It's a nice it's a nice opportunity to to practice it when there's not a lot of things to have FOMO about mm-hmm. um, so that when so that we're in practice and hopefully already seeing some of the benefits, some of the peace that hopefully comes from it so that when it is like, oh, but we should go to that thing or there's a sale at blah blah mm-hmm. you know um oh that's probably a good segue into kind of the what's it like the what's in what's out question um yeah and this is hard because remember what kirby said is like if you are doing the like what this allowed or is that allowed you're missing the point you always go back to does this worship god does this bring me more connection and rest and refueling but I do think just for listeners sake, if they're very, very new and I think we we have to talk about what this is going to literally look like for us. Yeah. So I had heard um, that one person uh, who practices Sabbath, um, this Mark Comer, John Mark Comer. OK, close enough. Uh, guy who is on that podcast we're talking about, you know, he tries to not buy or consume anything on that day. I like this idea. Now, mm-hmm. we have to talk about it as a family. Like, I like the idea of, like, you can't go to Walmart. You can't buy anything on Amazon. Because then I'll be like, oh, we're making this special recipe. We just need a couple of ingredients. And so then what am I going to do? I'm going to say, Kirby, can you go to the store? And we just need oranges, rosemary, and garlic. Yeah. And now and, it's a normal Saturday. I have a just, task to do. Yeah. I, so it requires that prep of like, what recipe are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Get the grocery list and done. And for because us, grocery cooking shopping is done. restorative. Like, I'll yeah, say yes. that too. Like, as a family, that is some of the funnest times we have is when everyone is in the kitchen. And being in a restaurant's not restorative for our family right now. No. So for other people, they may not like cooking. And for them, they may go to church and then like their family might go to brunch at their favorite place. And that's great. Yeah. 
But for like us, I think I just thought of the righteous gemstones going to brunch. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that is if you are what is that on? HBO. HBO. Oh, okay. So you have to have be have HBO access, but if you're quarantined right now, go watch the righteous gemstones. Oh my god. It is really funny. It's fairly it's vulgar. So up. yeah, warning if you're if you're uh <laughs> It's, it's funny though. It's very funny. Okay. What was it? Okay. So, so for us, we're going to try and say like Amazon's off limits, Walmart's off limits, grocery shopping's off limits, make a list and it can happen tomorrow. Yeah. And, and I could see, so like the restaurant thing, like you said, I think is a great example for us. It's not, it's not restorative. It's not restful. We're not connecting as a family. No, we're worried about stuff. We're worried that the kids are being too noisy or upsetting someone. Or just They're being, being restricted. Yeah. It's not. It's not good for us. But if we bought things for a picnic. At, that would be beautiful. Yeah. Like that's something that would be great. So, um, so yeah, it, it's really. So we were talking about working out. Yeah, working out. So runs will be definitely my go to thing for that. Here's um, the thing that I that I wonder, though, like with the runs is, as I was thinking about this yesterday or a couple days ago while I was on a run is the um, I might run without map my run on oh yeah so that i'm not doing it to go five miles i'm not doing it to keep below a 10 minute pace like because that is the parts of my run that do get a little bit like okay i've run each mile a little bit faster Mm -hmm. like i got to keep that going now i'm like creating a task for myself that is like i'm going to i'm just not connecting with the actual run itself anymore yeah and honestly even as i'm training for a half marathon like sundays tend to be my long run days and i still think that's okay but again because with my long runs i like those days because they're it's like go as slow as you need to there is like the only thing is that mile marker so i might have to say like and that's the as long as i'm enjoying them I guess if I start not liking them, then I'll have to move it to Saturday. Um, So what other things? So TV. Uh, So phones off, computers off, put away. Um, I think TV could as long as it is intentional. Yeah. None of like the so like our kids most mornings wake up. We make them breakfast once their clothes are on and they've eaten some of their breakfast. They can start to watch some TV. That's not going to be on the Sabbath no. because it's pretty mindless. It's, yes. you know, whatever is going to keep It's honestly busy. so we can be on our phones. Yeah, that's like that is a big reason that our kids. Yeah, end we're up, setting up our schedule for the day while they're doing that. Mm-hmm. And then we is to keep them busy so we can be mm-hmm. working. But to the other side of things, like some of to that point of like connection and being there with each other. Some of the best moments we've had are we pick a movie together and mm-hmm. and it's currently it's it's good enough that we don't look at our phones or start working during it. If they pick a movie that's really kitty and crappy, we end up working yeah. while they're doing that. Um, but if there is a movie, if, if it's Sabbath and we're all picking something we all want to watch and we're all there, those are connecting moments that we, you know, sing the songs and dance around the house afterwards. Um, so I don't think no TV is our right. rule, but I think it's very mindful TV. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, drinking. I, I don't want to make a hard and fast rule, but I know that anytime I've gotten overly tipsy has not been connecting or, no. yeah. or restful or honoring. Yeah. I, again, I think kind of like the TV, I think very intentional 
If you and I want to split a bottle of rosé. I had rosé in my mind, too. Yes. I have this, I'm like, packing idyllic, this picnic. I have this idyllic summer afternoon in my head. That the is kids just are funny. playing. We are watching them, not taking pictures. Mm. Um, oh, let's come back to the picture thing. Trying to remember that. Yep. But, like, yeah, again, not numbing. Not numbing, but, yeah. like, very... Enjoying being there with savoring. it and not doing the, I think the biggest test for me is I know when I am drinking to numb versus drinking to enjoy based on the pace I drink at. Yes. So like if I make, I love making like craft cocktails and if I'm like, this is awesome. And I think that on the second and the third sip and I'm going slow versus like the, I just had a hard day and that first glass of wine went down very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like that is not Sabbath drinking. Yep. Hashtag Sabbath drinking. I think that's drinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, for us, I think that at this point, I'm very comfortable with it being intentionally mm-hmm. used. Uh, so pictures. So this is it's a hard one, one for me. This is a hard one for you, but we talked about it. So, you know, Kirby loves taking photos, um, but I am an Enneagram three and one of, do you know that? Do I bring it up enough? Um, one of an Enneagram 3's distinguishing characteristics. It's not like one of their things. It is like what separates you from all the other numbers is how image conscious they are. So it means that literally, this is going to sound bad. This is me just like showing my crazy and being vulnerable. And um, But like it literally means that I will get less enjoyment out of our idyllic rosé picnic with our kids if there's no proof for the internet that we, like, look at how beautiful, look at, I'm glowing in the sunlight, and look at our children, and look at me and Kirby. We're, like, it's unfortunately this, this thing that a lot of threes deal with. So I've told Kirby, like, in order for me, my mind... To fully be able to take advantage of this, at least for the in the beginning, I can't have any pictures taken because even if you put like, well, what if you said you couldn't be posted? I'd go like, mm, I yeah. would go back on like a Wednesday and be like, all right, I need something for the gram. We're talking about family. Oh, look at here's that really cute photo. And so then on Sunday morning, I would know that future me might need these photos, even if it wasn't being used today. It's in the back. And so then I would like put my eyelashes on and make sure I put effort into the outfit so I don't look like a dork just in case. And so it's like just having a hard, fast rule of like, nope, Kirby is not allowed to take photos of you today. So just show up as a wife and a mom and don't worry about all that is incredibly helpful. Yeah, and and that's, again, that's another situation of making your decisions ahead of time and creating your environment that you don't tempt yourself. So mm-hmm. that's, I think it's Dan Ariely wrote a great book about that, um, about how you, when you make black and white rules ahead of time, you're much less likely to fall into temptation. So that's just one of the black and white ones, um, mm-hmm. at least for now. And And I would say that if not for that, Taking pictures, not with a cell phone, I have several, several cameras, um, would be something that I would include as an OK Sabbath thing. But that's the beauty of working in a relationship and in a family, too, is you support each other on those things that are super important. And you might find I might find some rest and healing in that or connection. I might not hide behind the camera, you know, mm-hmm. that I'll be in the moment more. So, yeah. 
Um, and then cleaning. So this is like, I'm going to need some black and white rules on this because... We are not allowed to clean and I will want to say no one who is in our house can clean. Yeah. Because... I don't want to celebrate Looking at the you, rules. Ma. Yeah, Laura Cody, <laughs> this is for you. I don't want it to be a thing where it, it allows us out of it too. It makes us not prep. Uh, if if we know someone's going to come clean up after us, it's a different energy. In mm-hmm. they aren't part of the Sabbath, and also it doesn't have us do the work as a family on Saturday night to make sure our, we're ready for our Sabbath. So there's a couple specific cleaning things that I think. I would like to offer as like a, okay, how about? So obviously we're going to prep the house on Saturday. Like mom's not allowed to clean tomorrow. Everybody hurry up. Um, So yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. What if, so first of all, you still pick up after yourself. Yeah, I think like so dishes like, still get to the if sink. If Charlie takes off her pajamas and leaves them in the living room yeah. like she's been known to do, I can say, Chuck, I need you to put those clothes in the hamper. Yeah, I think things go in the we hamper, dishes games. go in the sink, you clean up the games when you're okay, done. Okay, so dishes. Okay. I agree, no washing dishes. Are you okay with if prior to sunup, the dishwasher is empty, I say... We are allowed to, you have to put your dish into the dishwasher. So I'm not allowed to stand there and load the dishwasher because everybody threw their stuff in. But like if the dishwasher is empty and there's room in it, can we say like, all right, everyone put your thing in there. Like everybody's helping out. So mom doesn't have to do the dishes. Like I think it could be helpful for our kids to learn like we're each doing a tiny one. How much more work is it? To put this is the best thing about a podcast is you can see her pivoting and shifting her argument, no. but I haven't said anything yet. How much more work is it really if we're saying, okay, putting your dish in the sink is okay, but having them walk directly their dish to the dishwasher is okay. I will not unload and I will not load because that's like a period of five minutes concentrated on one thing. But like I consider putting that, can we just start with it? And see if it becomes a disruption. Uh, yeah, I think that it, I'm fine starting with it. I will say the first time it becomes a correction is probably when we realize the stress it is causing. Okay, I will give you full veto capability if you allow us this Sunday to just like... Oh, yeah, we're, we're testing. And like I said, it's a practice. And it's also really funny that we start with, if you're talking about rules, you're talking about the wrong questions. And then we completely like, but I think this is what you kind of have to do. Because otherwise it's it's chaos and it's something that I could see us disappointing each other because we didn't discuss what our expectations were. Yep. Um, so we have kids. Mm-hmm. I think a big part of um, this day is about like time to reflect too. So I like the idea of like, it's going to be family time, but it's also going to be mandated rest time, quiet time, reading time. And like, I might need to, you know, I might say like, you know what, I would really like to go just like read my Bible Mm -hmm. for a little bit and do some journaling. Um, and that might feel really selfish because I, maybe I just went on a run two hours ago and now I'm asking for like extra time, but I think we might need to be okay with like, it's not all family time. 
Yeah, it's, it's time for quiet individual reflection and and just quiet time in general. So our girls are getting old enough. You know, Charlie loves to read. Um, so she'll do that. Ty can color and do things she's not. Well, she's starting to read pretty well now, but um, she's just starting. So she, you know, we can't say it's time for everyone to go read a book, uh, which does get me onto a different point, too, of reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think personally for me, reading the Bible, reading something spiritual. Absolutely. What about people who say, but my Bible's on my phone? Buy yourself a Buy damn a Bible. Bible. Honestly, I I do have a Bible on my phone uh, and I love it, but there is something just... Beautiful about a physical one. And you bought me a beautiful physical. one too. So I'm excited to, to get into that more. Um, I think novels are still okay for me um, because I just love... And feel really connected when I read a great novel or I find a great sentence. Like, that's probably the biggest thing I do when we're on vacation. Is that random thing you sent me this morning? No, that was just a quote I found that was cool. I like like (laughs) when words come together perfectly, when someone, like, succinctly puts an idea into, you know, just a few words or the perfect paragraph. Totally. Just just are so succinct. Putting words eloquently together. I agree. Uh, But like business books, I don't think I can. No. Anything that anything that gets me like productivity thinking of like, oh, I'm going to tell the team about this tomorrow. We're going to implement this. Anything that I would be like, oh, that's a really good. Like I should shift my social media or like I'm going to. Yeah. Again, we should put this on in the practice. Anything that could be like that is like no. Mm mm. So. So, yeah, but novels, like, and mine might not even be that, you know, as artistic as the stuff you were saying. Mine might just be like a murder mystery. But it's like, for me, taking myself into a fictional story mm-hmm. is actually very rare and, like, refueling, you know? Yeah. Like, allowing myself to do that on more than just vacations. Like, that's cool. So Yeah. Have we covered? Uh, we have a weird one of I play baseball on a lot of Sundays. That is true. Um, for me, I, I'm a, I'm an uncompetitive competitive person. I guess yes. you'd say. Like I don't. Uh, I'm not the guy whose team loses when I'm playing or watching a game and then comes home and is like mad the rest of no, the day. No, not anymore. I used to. Yeah, it yeah, used, used to. It used to be a thing, but now it is much more. I think I'm very zen about the process of playing, and when I'm playing, it is fun. Like mm-hmm. I really and. And I think that's a thing that will hopefully be good is if it is that I go to play baseball during our Sabbath that I can't, I can't make it something else. I like if it I find myself weird, in that. Yeah, it might have some weird like again, like I don't think you get a full ride on like all things historically done with baseball. Like you normally do like this frantic quick trick run to go get like you know, oh, yeah. 17 Gatorades. Like, I think you need to do that Saturday. Yeah. And be prepared so that I'm in that Sabbath space the whole day. Yeah. And I then a lot great. of times post game, it's hanging out for one or two beers that are mindlessly, mindlessly drank. decompressing and bringing adrenaline down. But like, I think, you know, like, I think there's going to be a little bit of suffering yeah, in this. I can see that. Um, we might need to talk a lot of times you're like going to prepare the field. Like we just, we just have to talk, you know, when you do away games and you guys carpool and like, oh, everybody's starving. We have to stop for a burger. So like this might involve you doing work on Saturday and driving separate to away games and saying, sorry, the game is over and going home to enjoy Sabbath with my family. Yeah. So 
All right, so let's switch it to Saturday. <laughs> you have games on Saturdays sometimes too. So, so no. Um, but yeah, so, okay, well, we sucked at making this a 20-minute episode. I knew we would, but... I mean, we're we're fine. I think people, if, if you're still listening, you're interested, and hopefully we gave you 50 minutes of distraction from thinking about all the other stuff going on. Oh and my God, I have not checked my phone since we started. Has there been any oh more alerts? <laughs> So I think that's the thing is this is a good time. This is a good time time. to get away from things. It's a good time to connect with people who are really there. Um, I will say like the difference between what you see online and what you see in the world is drastic. Like Mm -hmm. we had good interactions with people at, you know, more than arm's length. We were properly socially distancing, but it's hard as a chiropractor. (laughs) Well, I was, I mean, you're going to break the rules however you want, but, um, but no, like the, People are still good. People are still okay. Um, be with your family, connect, and stay away from from the phones for a little bit. And I think it's a it's a good opportunity to practice this. Mm-hmm. So, if you have advice for us, if you oh, currently practice Sabbath, I would love that. I would love to hear stories of what people. I'm sure there's going to be struggles, and we'll share our struggles. But yeah, like, I, I kind of like to know what's coming up for us. I've I, heard it can ebb and flow of like you can feel great. It can also be like yeah, resentful. Yeah, I'm prepared or, for this to to kind of suck a little bit. You know, it's it's like that excitement of like before you do a diet, you're like excited, like in the days up, and you're like you're buying the vegetables, and you're like, all right, cool, I am allowed to eat avocados and applesauce, but not this. And then like you kind of forget, like oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be suck. Yeah, it's when it's like in the middle of it when you go like, God, a cheeseburger sounds good. And then you go like, oh, no, I, I can't. And it is I can't. But it's past you being wise. For the diet analogy, not yeah. Sabbath. Yeah. We're totally going to eat cheeseburgers. I'm going to eat so many cheeseburgers. I connect with God through cheeseburgers. Exactly. Um, but it's past you making a good decision for current you. And you just have to trust that at yeah. times. And I am definitely open to criticism of everything that we said being wrong. I am still looking for that hate mail. Mm-hmm. So hate it up. That's how I know I have started to get a little Christian uh, vocal, a little more vocal, is when I start pissing off, pissing off the religious people. Um, and yeah, and I think we'll plan on checking back. Like. I don't know. We're going to do this like every Sunday. So probably check back in like six to eight weeks. Yeah. See how we're doing. We'll, we'll probably put accountable. something. You'll probably put something on Instagram. Not on the Sabbath. Not on Sabbath. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, again, just go listen to that podcast episode because he runs through like how each Enneagram like practice how they would practice the Sabbath. And, you know, Kirby's a nine and he's like nines are always Sabbathing. Um, they're just always like restoring their mental health and but he whatever. did say the other thing too of like accommodating to other people making sure that their sabbath is going good not actually engaging in their own all the time but like making sure that like do you have everything you need is this yeah. restorative for you but threes like take their picture and post like look i'm sabbathing look at me i'm sabbathing <laughs> but i can't do that oh here's a question can you we were have, just about to wind down. you can have Sunday posts. So if people see stuff on Sunday and they're going like, you're More, supposed yeah, to be yeah, Saturday. Yeah, that'll be planned. That, that was planned. That was done yep. through. And honestly, that's a really good thing for me because I've boasted and recommended, not boasted, um, uh, promoted mm-hmm. people using um, planners, schedulers um, like Hootsuite and stuff like that. Uh, 
so but I have yet to do it because I'm just not very techy. So like I know it exists, but like something as simple as like, I don't know how to do it. Like it just gets in my way. And so I think this will be one of those things where it will I'll be forced to learn it to post learn mm. it on Saturday and it'll be like, oh, yeah. OK, now I can use that other times in my life. So, all right. Uh, know that we love you and uh, we do. I am recording. I posted on Instagram and Facebook this week that, um, you know, seeing if you guys would be interested in some women coming together to in this profession to talk about like how we're coping and like just this whole COVID thing um, that is getting recorded on this Friday. So um, this Friday, there is it, I, I don't want to say who's going to be on it yet, but we do have some, be just because big. things might change. But we have a couple big names that are are willing to get on a Zoom call with us and we're going to record it Friday and upload it Sunday. So this coming episode will be um, some be beautiful soul women mm -hmm. um, that are talking about like how they're getting rid of fear and anxiety in their communities and their family and encouraging love and just how they're coping. It's so. going to be awesome. And if you need something in the meantime, if you are just like it frantically thinking of like tactical questions about yeah. what to do with your clinic, what to, you know, do, um, Dr. Mo did. Dr. Uh, Mo and Dr. Tamara. Yep. Did a live yesterday uh, that you can find on the Prana Foundation group mm -hmm. on Facebook. Um, if you need to look at that, a lot of people are sharing what their it's policies are. kind of why I didn't are. want to do it of like people are really throwing their hat in the ring. Like, every, I don't know, feeling like they need. But I think my lack of feelings, like I as a three, I'm just so like, Ugh, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Everybody else. And it's like, oh, I think people well, too, yeah, I think whatever. people I think people would would val would have valued that. But there is so much out there that I don't know if it's what your unique voice is needed for right now. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily your area of extreme expertise on, you know, how to. Well, I mean, I should have shared this in the beginning, but like I posted that thing to uh, Facebook and Instagram saying like, would you be interested in a group of chiropractic women talking about how they're handling COVID in their clinics and families and communities? And then I put my running shoes on. And so over the course of my hour where I'm running, like it was very clear. This is where, like I say, like I'll pray to God, like make it obvious, make it obvious. And sometimes I don't ask him to make it obvious yet. He still knows I need to make it obvious. And he was just like on that run, like, no. You came home with so much conviction. You're, like, and so my idea was that we were going to get together and it was going to be very kind of like what everything else you're seeing. Um, it was going to be this midweek episode and I was going to get all these downloads. And it was just like, no, you're not doing that. Give them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. And so I had to actually like talk you out of it. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like this is one of those things where God is being very clear I don't know why he wants us to talk on Sabbath right now and why it is so important and it needs to get dropped earlier this week. But like, I'm doing what the big man upstairs says. And he says, this is what people need to hear right now. So there you go. Um, so we love you and we support you. Reach out if you have something. Look to Sunday's episode um, to be cool and inspiring. And uh, yeah, I don't know. And beyond... Be the Sabbath thing is great. And if you want to join us on that journey, absolutely do it. 
but beyond that, um, I think of this as Sabbath is like a whole day to connect. Make sure you have a daily practice too to connect. Um, get off the phone for a little bit every day uh, and just have some quiet time. Mm-hmm. Like I said, yeah, if you got to start with one hour, do it. So, all right, love you so much, and we will see you on Sunday, She Slayers. Bye. Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.